welcome to Four-Legged Kids Unleashed, a peek inside 25 years of private care for St. Louis pet families. I'm Janie Budnick, president and founder of Four-Legged Kids. Get ready for stories from the trenches, along with a bit of advice for you pet parents out there, because our day is way more than cuddling your cute puppers and fluffers. Hey there, and welcome to this episode of Four-Legged Kids Unleashed. Today, I am actually going to talk about some ways that you can help your dogs and also your cats with this mid-winter boredom. Of course, we never know here in Missouri if it is going to be warm, cold, sunshiny, windy, icy, or whatever during the month of January. So there are some things that you can definitely Oh, kind of prepare your home for so you have some things to keep your pets from going completely stir crazy if they are used to getting outside and getting that extra activity. Of course, it is amazing to have an energetic dog. We will talk first about our dog friends. Uh, Of course, you always have somebody that you can take that adventure with, you can play with, you can throw a ball with, and they are always right there for you asking for that interaction. But sometimes it's a little overwhelming, very similar to, um, you know, my two-year-old. I I have a toddler, actually, two-legged kid, and uh, he can be really exhausting, right? So um, I would have to say that energetic dogs and toddlers are very similar. But with dogs, mental stimulation is something that is very important, no matter what the weather is. When dogs are bored, they get themselves busy somehow. And it might be with one of your favorite shoes or the cords behind the entertainment center. Usually not something that everyone else in the house enjoys. So besides things like chewing and barking or running away to, of course, find something that is more entertaining, it can definitely lead to anxiety or sometimes even aggression if that's held in too long. You definitely want to tire your dog out on the daily basis because a tired dog is a happy dog. And of course, tired and happy many times also equals well-behaved. When you are looking at what you can do, of course, there's nothing that really substitutes physical exercise. You always want to get them out there, even in the gross weather, and get them to stretch their legs a little bit. But you can also have a lot of activities in the house. Like if your dog does play fetch, that is a great physical activity to have. But another really great thing is focusing on different mental enrichment things you can do with your dog. There are huge lists of these out there. Now, one of my favorite Facebook pages, if y'all are Facebookers, is called Canine Enrichment. Um, It is actually based off of um, an actual book called Canine Enrichment by Shay Kelly. And this is a really large group. It's almost up to 500,000 people in there. And people share what is working for enrichment for their own dogs. There are tons of ideas in there. Just uh, just a few of them, few of ideas for you. Of course, many people have heard of a snuffle mat. That is, you know, where you have the fleece strips and they're all tied together in kind of a rug format. You just hide your dog's kibble in there and they just get to snuffling through it till they find it. Well, you know, you don't necessarily have to go full bore with a snuffle mat. You can also just take a towel, like 
a bath towel or a hand towel and you can roll it up and as you roll it you can put kibble in there and then your dog's job is to sniff it out and unroll it to get the kibble out so you can just have that you know kind of do it yourself at home thing another really fun thing to do is uh, especially if you've got a dog that is a very quick eater which of course is not good you can give them egg cartons and um, you know as long as they don't ingest it you can hide little pieces of kibble in that so they can eat those another game I really enjoy is hide and seek of course dogs that really enjoy sniffing things out get some it doesn't necessarily have to be a special treat you can just take their kibble and at mealtime, instead of like, all right, I'm just going to serve this up in a bowl in front of you, instead, go around the house and pre-bait the house. You know, hide some under the edge of a rug, hide some behind a pillow. So your dog has to sniff out their meal and work for it. I mean, this is some instinctual behavior for them, and it really gets them to thinking. And of course, Thinking mental stimulation is exercise. So again, a tired dog is a happy dog and a happy dog is a well-behaved dog. Lots of fun things to do. And, you know, not necessarily an, an option for a lot of people to be able to do things like daycare during the day to wear their dogs out. And uh, this is a good opportunity to make sure that you can mentally wear them out get their get their sniffer going so they can uh, they can exercise their brain of course get them to do tricks i don't know if you've ever done clicker training before it is really amazing when you have a dog that is clicker trained uh, for those of you that don't know it's super simple you just buy a clicker at the local pet supplies plus store and what you'll do is you'll have treats or again before mealtime you can use just their regular kibble of course we don't want to get any dogs in the winter time with bigger waistlines first you want to get your dog acclimated to the clicker and understand that that click sound means something amazing so what you'll do is you'll ask for something very simple like just a sit if your dog knows how to sit and the second their butt touches that floor, you do that clicker and you give them a treat right away. You wanna make sure it's in rapid succession. So butt hits floor, clicker and treat. After a bunch of those repetitions, it's amazing how quickly they are conditioned to understanding that the sound of that clicker means I did something good because I get a treat right afterwards. So at that point, you can start using the clicker to, it's called marking, it's going to mark their behavior. So once they have the association that the clicker is a good thing and they get a treat afterwards, then you will start marking something that you want them to repeat. So perhaps you want to teach your dog how to lay its chin on your knee. We'll just use something super cute like that. So, you know, you would want to get them close and get them to nearly touch their chin, give them a click and a treat, and you would gradually lure them until they're there, click treat lure them there click treat they're going to start understanding oh hey well once i put my chin over there that is whenever i get the click and the treat and you'll get dogs to sometimes start offering behaviors that is the most fun i have seen dogs that have been clicker trained before that will start to 
offer up something because they really want that click and that treat, right? Because that is their ultimate reward. So they don't know yet what you want them to do. So they'll start running through all their tricks and they'll start trying new things because their brain is thinking that is the amazing thing. It is huge enrichment for them to work with clicker training and just some basic fun things. And it's great for both of you. It's amazing how many different behaviors that you can shape with something that simple if you understand how to do it. So let's talk about kitties a little bit. You know, what about mental stimulation for cats? Well, there are a lot of things that you can do. Now, one of the very popular things out there to get them exercising and stimulate them is using laser toys. Now, so there's a little bit about laser toys. Absolutely, it is encouraging their prey drive, which is very good mental stimulation for them. You do want to encourage their prey drive, but you also don't want to end up with a completely neurotic cat who's constantly looking at the wall, wondering where that little light went. So you want to make sure that they are rewarded and there is an actual end to their activity. So a lot of times I recommend that you have treats with you. You do a little bit of play with the laser light to get them some good exercise. Put a little jackpot of a couple of their favorite treats in one location while they're bounding around doing basically parkour off the couches. And then lead that little light over to the pile of treats and then turn the light off. So they get the reward of the treats at the end. It's like, aha, I finally got my catch, right? Does that make sense? We definitely want to make sure that they are rewarded for their catch. Of course, there are many of those amazing toy wands that stimulate that prey behavior with them of catching ones with feathers. You know, I have four cats. Uh, Three of them are big toy players, and they each are kind of obsessed with a different type of wand toy. I have one that anytime there's one that has a squeaker on it, he wants to try to grab it and run away with it, which is funny because it's still attached to the wand in your hand. Uh, I have one who just goes bananas over feathers. So, you know, find which one your cat enjoys the most and, you know, have those playtimes during the day. Have it be regular. It is great exercise for them. Another thing that you shouldn't forget about is that mental stimulation that comes from the outdoors. Now, I'm not necessarily saying let your cats go outside, but you can bring some of the inside to them. One of my favorite things to do, and I'd have to say one of my cat's favorite things also, is to just have a regular cardboard box and I will go out and get, you know, a pile of leaves. Uh, you know, right now we've just got the, the dried leaves and I will put leaves in the box. Make sure, of course, they're clean. There's nothing really gross on them. They're not like buggy or anything like that and bring it in your house. But put it in there and then put their favorite treats in there too or catnip get them to start sniffing there there are so many smells on something like that from outside and it's just a great stimulating experience for them to you know step outside their four walls of the house because you're bringing the outside into them so just a few things there that we really enjoy doing at four-legged kids we actually enjoy these stimulation activities when you guys go out of town and we get the opportunity to play with your kiddos we always try to have stimulation for your cats but of course sometimes you know we have that gross weather and we figure out alternate plans from a big dog walk so 
We are always thinking about cool things, but definitely check out a lot of the information on the internet. And if you're truly interested in finding some great new ideas for mental stimulation for your dogs, hit up that Facebook group. It might be exactly what the doctor ordered, right? All right, guys, you take care and we will talk next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Four-Legged Kids Unleashed. If you are needing dog walking and pet sitting yourself, check out our website at fourleggedkids.com. And as always, if you have a warm heart for another cold nose, make sure you visit one of our sponsored shelters at fourleggedkids.com forward slash rescue.